When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cultivating Success Podcast. Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson are brothers and business partners of the top landscaping company, Nature's Experts. Nature's Experts is home to six companies that cater to all your outdoor needs. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan, simply visit us at www.naturesexperts.com. On the podcast, Jeff and Jonathan bring together other business owners and entrepreneurs to share with you how they developed a prosperous company and how you can too. You will gain insights and meaningful advice on creating the building blocks to success and longevity in the entrepreneurial realm. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. Richard, thank you for joining us on the Cultivating Success Podcast today. We're excited to get to know you some more today and to really understand how, you know, one direction that started you in one area really took you to where you are today and your interesting journey that actually got you here. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So uh, Richard, we want you to, us to tell a little bit about yourself. I know you started in the printing and packing industry and you have worked your way up now to be, you're an entrepreneur, you have your own product, you have an offering that you're bringing out to the market that will soon make enormous waves, even more than it already has. So, but I think it would be interesting for everyone to kind of understand your story because where you start doesn't really always matter to where you end with something. And that's why I think it's really important that we have you here today to really discuss your journey. Thank you. I would love to tell you as much as I can. So please go ahead. Tell me how you started and why you started in the printing and packing industry. Um, I actually went to college for um, uh, actually marketing, photography, business, and at the end of the day, I ended up getting a graphic arts degree, but I was always involved in um, working and looking at things structurally and looking at things and always understood how things are built um, and and so on. You just have a very you have a very analytical mind. Where yeah, your mind really knows how to put things together that are not in order. Correct. Correct. So I'm, I was always called the Rubik's Cube kid um, because I would be able to take the Rubik's Cube and blah, 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 and make it happen. Um, just just the way my brain works. Um, so in the printing and packaging industry, I had the opportunity, OK, to meet very influential people um, that did private label packaging for their products. Um, and in doing so, I called upon many, many industries um, that we ultimately created their folding cartons and the products you see on the shelves today in um, Walgreens and CVS and, and you name all the drugstores, we made products for that, Walmart. Um, so where did that start? Like what city, what state were you in and how old? So I actually started in uh, on Long Island and my career started with a company called Quebecor, which is one of the, which is the largest uh, printer in the world, um, other than R&R Donnelly. And Quebecor is a Canadian company. 
Um, so where I lived on Long Island, they were looking for somebody, okay, to start selling for them um, in the New York metropolitan publishing market. Um, so because New York has a lot of the publishers, the Simon and Schuster's and, and so on, um, it was a great opportunity for them to be able to print 30 cents less than here in the U.S. at the time right. um, and so on. So my success started there, um, but in, in their, their way of training somebody very quickly, okay, was you need to be on the floor seeing everything happening before you can go speak to a customer, period. You know how, how, how I take that information is, you know, I didn't graduate college, okay, but I have a very analytical mind. I'm also very um, hardworking. I'm also very spiritual. I like to really learn things from the bottom up. And the thing that I love about most is that you went to school, you graduated, which is amazing in itself, but you had so many different paths. And most people would think at the time that that's actually almost a negative, right? Because you were telling like most people, it's like, well, you need to know your path, right? You communication, marketing, business, this, right. that, and the other. And I really love how that your foundation really started with an open mind, knowing that you have creative efforts, you have analytical mind, you have a business mind, you have all these different things, and you really wanted to work up your tool belt at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And you knew that it was important, obviously, to finish, right? But you also knew that it was important to you know, figure out what your main direction was, but also understand that these are other things that also interest you as well to kind of make that that right building block for you. So please continue. It just really interested me because most people, it's like you go to school for business and that's it. And right. So in working with this company, it gave me the opportunity to explore areas that interest me. And so not only was I doing publishing and, you know, and, and bringing the publishers, printing their books, printing all of those things for them, it opened the opportunity in that case that customers started asking me, can I do packaging? And that is what truly woke everything up. Um, because as I started feeling and touching um, I, I, I felt a love for it. Um, I, I love the way things are made. Um, you know, it's like watching those TV, how, it, how it's made or how it's done. Um, we look at things and we take them for granted of how long it takes to create something, um, uh, as basic as a box, um, and so on. So the long and short of it is, um, as I started growing, um, I was more in the industry that did perfumes and, and those types of things. And then I found that I needed to find a niche, okay? And my niche was private label, um, small to medium companies that had a need that couldn't afford the big boys that ultimately needed more hands-on people that to help them and understand and so on. So their people get to understand of what's going on right. there. And, and it's not just creating the box, it's the art directors, it's the art people, it's the designers and so on. So with all of that, this is how I'm putting everything together because I'm more of a project manager now because I'm taking 
the the company it's very industrious because you're you're not taking on a manufacturing role of tell me what you want and we'll make it it's right. <laughs> tell me what you're looking to do and i can help you make it better correct and that is the key when i look at something i say how can i make it better because you can always make something better right sure. of course um and it's but you got to make it better for a reason because just making something better it has to have a direction that it's going to go so that kind of where my career brought me um and it and it brought me to not only project management it brought me to marketing it kind of gave me an overall view okay of the, the world and and so on and uh in in doing so um I started venturing off into other things, um, but I was always a hands-on guy. So during my packaging business and all of that, and you know, and it was constant residual business. So it wasn't like I was a salesman just making a call. Okay, I had ongoing customers that were constantly working on new projects, new things, new things, and that's when you start how working with people and developing relationships. You know, part of growing a business is also figuring out how to help your customers so they can help you. Right. So if you have a good idea for them, that could help them packaging, product, service, whatever, whatever you do that helps increases your sales would increase your sales at the time. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's a real partnership at that point when you're really invested in the other person's success, because in turn, it would help your success. Correct. And that was always the thing. I became an employee they didn't have to pay. Basically, I was their middleman that was giving them all this information that if they had to pay somebody on a yearly basis, they'd be paying a huge amount of money, okay, to get my information. And information's cheap. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you can listen, you can hear, but it doesn't mean you have to spend the money but you show them why they need to spend the money. Okay. These are the reasons why, and then you lay all of those things out. So they also feel that you have their interest um, because it's important to think about their dollar. Um, well, at the end of the day, you know, when you're in any, any particular industry, you kind of know what your market is and you know what the printing market is, we're in the landscaping and tree industry. We know what that market is and each specific category of service based upon location or product. If you're in the manufacturing world, there are certain target price points and you have to make sure you're speaking to each customer at each price point in the right way. Mm -hmm. So it is really important that your advice always aligns for, you know, speaking to that exact customer because some ideas some suggestions aren't really conceptually right for that kind of customer. The customer that wants the $9.99 isn't the same customer that wants to pay and have the best possible product disregarding the price. So you have Correct. to make sure that each category- That's a luxury customer. To me, that's a luxury customer. They don't question price as long as it's right and this is the way they wanted it. Um, but then so it doesn't have to, you can have an offering in that category, but mm -hmm. everything you do doesn't have to be that way. And because the thing is, is that if you give your customer the wrong advice, you're really not a partner. You know what I mean? Correct. If your mind is only towards luxury, but you primarily help people that are entry level or trying to do mass market 
right. you know, work, you're not really helping your customer at that Correct. point, right? Correct. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So my growth of my industry and building it and, and being introduced to many different aspects uh, from the manufacturing aspects to sales, to marketing people, to, you know, um, entrepreneurs in their own way, because they've started their companies. And so you, you kind of sit around and you talk and, you know, it's more about the relationship as you were talking about. Um, well, you've so- also, you've also, you, you also kind of grew working in a manufacturing packing industry where typically it's, you know, customer service, you started to make it more of an entrepreneurial journey by helping people, by helping yourself, by opening and unlocking that creative part of your mind to really be able to connect with people more, but also that of what more is possible because there literally is opportunity absolutely everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everything doesn't have to be upgraded, but everything could be packaged differently and it could be made to be a better marketing offer, but for the mm-hmm. same thing that's already made, you know, it's right. like, you know, there's endless possibility with everything because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is really marketing and printing, manufacturing, packing, that is marketing in itself. Yep. And is- you're, you have to find, you have to speak the customer's language so you can get them to do your, to perform your transaction. So my biggest success was always learning more about the customer and their product before I called on them, no matter what it was. Because when I walked into their offices or had that phone call, um, I immediately knew where I was going and how do I help them? So I see their product. I already have a vision. I need to hear their vision. And then you move on from there. So you kind of free, you know, um, programmed yourself of saying, here's their product. This is what we want to do with it in my head of thinking. Okay. And then hear what they have to say and then put it all together and create that plan um, and move forward with it um, and, and so on. So you worked in the printing, manufacturing, went to private label with um, cosmetic and food. You literally kind of grew up in the industry of that. And then you eventually decided at one point you wanted to create a product, right? No, actually, no. <laughs> so while I'm doing this, I, because I wasn't in an office at 8 a.m. and leaving at five or whatever, because I worked from home, okay, um, my home office, uh, and I only went into my office every couple of weeks or whatever when I had production running or this or that, because uh, I didn't have to. My business was done, you know, kind of on a daily basis and, and, and so on. So what I was doing was when I moved down here to Florida from New York, um, bought a new like, home. like many of you do from New York, right? Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> I bought a home. And the one thing I've learned in buying the home was um, learning about irrigation. Because the, the key was that every time the sprinklers went off, you didn't know what was going on. It was at four o'clock in the morning. Um, so you didn't see what was going on, what was happening, but you were walking out in your backyard and it was puddles all over the place. 
and so on and so on. And my dogs and were running you, out. And then you think about it for about two seconds. And then you're like, all right, I'll get to it later. And then you know, it dries, it dries Correct. out by the afternoon. Correct. And you've gone on with your day. And then when it goes <laughs> off again in two more days, you're like, right. oh my God, it, right. there's still a problem here. How come it didn't yeah. go away? But the funny part of this was that's exactly right. So when you're working full time and you're doing this, you don't pay attention to those things until it comes to a weekend or whatever. So one weekend, five years ago, um, my two beagles came running into our house um, completely filled with mud. And my wife went ballistic. And she said, you better get these sprinklers fixed and blah, blah, blah. And I said, hon, it's really not in our budget. And she said, what do you mean it's not in our budget? How much could it cost? So speeding ahead, I called in people to start giving me a cost of moving the sprinkler heads and doing something different because I'm a very hands-on person. Um, very, very hands-on. Uh, so the long and short of it is... Well, you have an analytical brain. I mean, you're used to manufacturing I, and producing items. So obviously anything where you're getting into like how something works, it interests you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm learning how this is going here and I'm seeing these heads blowing out and so on. And I said... How, how can this be better? This doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, when builders build, okay, they just put in the sprinklers based on the property at that time. Not 20 years into it, you have gardens, you have the this, truth. you have that. That's the truth. Long That's and short right. of it is. Long and short of it is, um, I started interviewing people and they one came in at $1,800, one came in at $1,200, one came in at $700. And I'm like, so why? Um, so, you know, about digging here in, in, in Florida, you know, you got to dig all the rock or the shell or da, da, da. Okay. It's going to take five of my guys four hours to complete this whole thing. 1800 bucks. The 1200 Rick, you were a re recommendation to me and whatnot. I want to give you a break. Okay. But the digging and everything is, is really the biggest problem. Um, putting in the sprinkler head, not a problem. But the digging just takes a lot of labor, a lot of cost, and, and so on. Okay. The guy for $700 came in, bing, bing, bing. I'm like, okay. Well, he could only do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays and after church on Sundays. Um, and it'll take him a couple of days to do it because, again, the digging. So you had, so, you had the big, you had a, a larger company. Okay. You had a mom and pop, and then right. you had the independent guy. So you had right. the whole the whole gamut of all the different types of right. situations, right? Right. So I said to I said to my wife, um, "This is the cost," and da da da. And she said, "Oh." And I said, "Well, I am not paying eighteen hundred dollars. I'm not paying twelve hundred dollars. I'm going to investigate this." She says, "What do you mean you're going to investigate?" So I go to I go to YouTube. I kind of start learning about underground irrigation and da da da. I know what I'm taking on here, <laughs> right? And then I said, "I'm going to do it myself." And the first thing that came out of all of their heads were over our dead body. <laughs> you get involved with something, you don't stop, and you're like the dog with the bone. Um, and I know what you're going to do. Every one of our weekends are going to be you in the backyard, you in the side yard, digging and doing and da da in the middle of July in Florida sun. 
Okay, no. Make sure you're wearing a hat. Okay, long and short of it is, I'm, I, I, I learned everything I could about the industry and I learned that nobody um, had a product. So as I started digging, okay, well, now I understand why the guy wanted $1,800 and why the guy wanted $1,200 because I probably got about 10 feet, okay, and I was done for the day. I was filled with mud, filled with everything, and so on. And I, so I continued to go. And then my wife came out screaming, we're going out to dinner, blah, 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 get in here. So I was in the shower, okay? And I said, something has got to make this easier. You can't dig easier. Digging is digging. I said, but when I finally get there, Okay, I don't want to ever do this again. And so here I am, I then go into my garage and I start cutting up pieces of PVC, start molding things, plastic, blah, 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 and creating um, what was my first Sprinkworks product. Yes. So as I started doing this, I was still working in the industry and I went to one of my manufacturers, who, by the way, is also my partner now. Um, and I said to him, I said, where can I get this CNC? And he said, no, you don't need to get this CNC, right? He said, you need to get this injected molded. And I said, yeah, but, you know, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know what the molds cost. And I said, yeah, he said, yeah. Okay. But if you're going to do it, do it right. And, uh, and so, on. and he said, and by the way, this is a brilliant idea. When you're ready to take this to market, call me, I will write you a check. And well, that's how it all started. That is unbelievable. Yep. So how so how does the product? So it's a it's a sprinkler head. Is okay. No, it actually is not a sprinkler head. It is a companion to every to most sprinkler heads in the ground. It's when a companion. The, okay. It's a so companion. You still have your actual pop up that comes. You still up. have your pop ups or your rotors or any of the above, and basically think of my product as a valve box in the ground for sprinklers. So you can regulate that by that, that actual piece, it can so regulate the, the amount top, of water. So basically there's a cylinder or a tunnel sleeve going uh -huh. into the ground. Okay. That surround that basically now you've dug out all the rock, you've dug out everything, no more roots, no more anything. Okay. And you put it into the ground. And if you see, if you go to my website or how you big is it exactly? Um, it, well, let's step back for a second. So you kind of understand, you know, everybody in Florida uses those crazy cement donuts. Okay. Yes. You yes. know what the donut they is. Do. So they, yes, I basically do. incorporated a donut okay. into a sleeve. So it looks like a spaceship. Okay. 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 And then I'm, lo I'm looking at the product now. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm go, I'm going, it's all going through my head now. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm very interested. Yeah. So this product goes into the ground. Okay. It then gets stopped by what we knew is the donut. 
okay? And really what that does, it stabilizes everything from the top down. So that took care of a problem with pop-ups, pop-outs, okay? Um, and it always, and stabilizing the actual uh, uh, wheel. So the long and short of it is, okay, I created a, a system that works with four inch, five inch, three inch, all pop-ups where we call it a donut ring because uh -huh. we call the, the, the donut, okay, and the ring that goes into it, okay, that handles the ability for you to enter and exit without ever digging again. You unscrew your head, oh, okay, okay, and you put in a new one. Got it. That's very rather interesting. Than, That's a great. Yeah, rather that, than that, that is a great. It's it, it definitely adds a, a. Listen, if you're putting in a sprinkler system, and you want to be a, do it do it yourself kind of person, an I, a item like this, it's inexpensive to do while you're doing it because it's literally just a product cost. It takes zero more labor. Correct. But then exactly. obviously, when you when you have a head that needs to get changed, you literally buy your ten dollar head. Correct. You unscrew the top. Correct. You can reach the base. You can unscrew it. You put a little bit of glue. You screw it on. Or whatever you're doing. Right. Whatever you're doing. You put whatever the cap you back do. on it and it looks right. nice and clean. Right. And you have so, easy access to every single head without right. digging. And so That's whether very you smart. Have, with so whether you have three quarter inlets or half inch water inlets, okay, this product allows for it because it's really governed by the donut ring which is okay. ultimately just the, si the, open the size hole. of the open donut hole, ring. so there's much. only two different sizes and it's pretty much just an open hole correct so it's it's literally just you can access to change it mm -hmm. like in two seconds Co basically instead of, instead of digging you literally right. just unscrew the top right you pull it out of the ground correct you correct. unscrew whatever you're looking to change. Right. And no dirt or anything comes into the top. And you know, being in the industry, you know, with people cutting your lawns and whatnot, they're blowing, you know, all the dirt and everything. And it goes into the sprinklers, it fills it all up and things. But this has a ethafoam collar wrapped yeah, I'm, around. I'm, I'm watching the video as we speak, yeah. actually. Yes. I think this is a great idea. And it is definitely a really good idea for residential homeowners when they're upgrading their system because this definitely makes it more inclined to do it yourself. And there's so many people that want to do things themselves, but there is the logistical complication, Correct. right? And it may not be the digging part, right? Of your situation of having to dig it all out is, mm -hmm. is one situation. Right. But just in general, even if you, if someone's looking at just changing one head, right. You're changing one head. You do have to get a shovel out. You got to get the shovel. You do have to be really careful. Right. You do have to actually put your hand in the dirt to clean out exactly around where you're yeah, working. Exactly. Also too, Make is, sure nothing's broken or any of the above. Exactly. But the thing also that most, most does, repairs with sprinklers yeah. are literally just changing the head. Yeah. Like 90% of issues literally are changing the head. Right. So it literally is a matter of unscrewing, screwing back on. But obviously to get to it, you have to dig. And then right. it makes your lawn aesthetically right. unappealing. Right. It makes it harder to get to. And there's more, more steps. And more steps usually means less likelihood of doing something. 
Yeah, you'll you'll avoid it and you'll probably leave it or whatever the case. But you leave the dirt instead of you know actually being like, oh, I guess I got to go back to to Home Depot now and I got to get the right. uh, but, get but of the speaking about Home Depot, I'll get to that in one second for you. Okay, um, so the long and short of it, the other thing is most sprinklers. Okay, um, you extend the life of it because it do, it's not sitting in dirt and all of the outside problems. Okay, and roots growing around it because what naturally goes to water? Roots. So not only are you digging, like you a root barrier, to, you have to end. correct exactly. So there's Great a root idea. barrier built in and all of the above. Great idea. And, and it's oh, it's stabilized always straight. Okay, so it's always doing what it needs to do and cover the areas that are very important. That is, I'm telling you, it's such a great idea. And right. I'm in the industry, and it's like one of those things. Like, dang it, how did I literally not think of something like that? Because it's really, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, to do it honestly, it literally makes so much sense to me to have something like this because it's all about convenience and mm -hmm. access. And you know, the your situation you had before, as common as common as it is, it doesn't solve the longer term question, right? So when you fix things um and repair things that's one thing right this is almost more beneficial as a product to kind of couple with you know maybe these larger communities that are being developed you know correct and so it's an upgrade option to somebody where in south florida here there's a lot of um 55 and over communities mm -hmm. and they'll take care of all the common area Right. And they'll, um, you know, mow the lawn, but they won't do the hedges and the sprinklers are extra and you have to really have like your own little guy to do mm -hmm. certain little things. And trying to get work done is extremely complicated because the larger company, there's too many requests. You can't really help everybody. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's too logistically complicated. So um, something like this to me, it literally, and I don't know how much it costs. I would think it would literally be $500 extra as they're building your house or less probably to outfit all of their sprinklers with this. Correct. And you literally are capable of changing them out yourself. Correct. Correct. So that is awesome. So the industries we're covering with this obviously are the HOAs, the D DIYers. Okay. Including municipalities. Okay. And the reason why is um, it with municipalities, and it, it's all it about towards training. It goes towards if they can install this in the beginning, it means that you have to hire less qualified people later on. Well, if you see as you're driving down the road, you have two guys changing a sprinkler head that costs them three bucks. OK, but they're paying one hundred dollars to change that sprinkler head because yep. twenty five twenty five or thirty five dollars an hour. OK, for two guys to sit there and look at yep. each other. Yep. Wow. That's amazing. While they're digging, okay, and they're not getting ran over by, God forbid, a car or anything like that. So just that type of thing. So the industry. Do you have a patent on this? I am. So I'm going to give you the better part of all of this. Okay. Oh, the better part. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm very, I'm very impressed, and I am, you know, I'm. I know this industry really well. Okay. And me and my brother have, I would say, tirelessly been figuring out what products can we start, make, think of, sell, mm -hmm. et cetera, that would really kind of 
benefit our industry and our business particularly, mm -hmm. because I think that like, you know, we have a very well-rounded business where we do fertilization, pest control, interior plant maintenance, tree, landscaping, installation, mm -hmm. municipal, commercial, utility, residential, high-end, everything. Like right. we literally do it all. Right. So we've cornered all the markets. We're strategically working on all the different markets. So what would be the next thing you do? Obviously uh, you can continue to keep organically growing, but the next would be figure out to has, have an offering to either your customers or a bigger market because we're in South Florida. Right. So we have a very big market. We're lucky, right? Mm -hmm. Most people usually don't have this much of a market to have right. the Tri County that's relatively all at our, at our fingertips. We have three enormous cities, but how can we get even bigger reach? which is a product. And I am really impressed because I, I think your product particularly, once it is uh, at a certain point, it'll get mainstreamed into these HOAs. And then that's when it'll spread because that's when that's where I think it would have the most value is like as a minor upgrade of understanding why you could save money. Mm -hmm. Because as someone buying a new home that's being developed in one of these HOAs, you're building and you're customizing, mm -hmm. but you're also thinking of how do I save money in the future also too? So you might mm -hmm. be buying the house where it's a value, it's a value thing, right? Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's a new community, the comps from this to this. I'm really mm -hmm. only paying a little bit more and it's a brand new house, right? So mm -hmm. I'm planning on living here a long time, so on and so forth. <clears throat> and all these communities, again, it's it's difficult to get to work in because they're all gated communities here in mm -hmm. South Florida. Right. So to me, it's like, you try to upsell someone, I'm using $500 as a number for, to do someone's house. It could be less or more. Right. Right. Um, you easily would make it up in literally in just your service calls because you're going to have a couple every year, no matter what. It's no matter just what. plastic and a uh, sprinkler head. It's plastic and springs and little pieces of rubber. That's it. So it, it's going to break. Yep. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, and the product also extends the life of it. So, because again, it's not being in, in, in nature's way, <laughs> Right. you know, it really isn't. I mean, it's really being uh, taken. So my journey, not only um, starting and creating it and, and so on, I am now on homedepot.com. And, wow, congratulations. And, That's um, absolutely amazing. Okay. I And I have a meeting with them, okay, to go into their stores, March 30th. That um, is unbelievable. I, I have a partner. That is a big, big deal. Yes. I have a partner um, that we're already shipping to, um, who you may know who they are, Ratio. How are you going to... Um, so I... So Listen, I'm going through, I'm in the industry. I have lots of aptitude for what you're what you're doing, right? And what okay. you're saying. Okay. So how, because I feel like this is a problem most people have, is you could have a good idea, right? And it could really work. But why are people, when they go down the aisle for irrigation, why are they going to care when they look at this product? And how are they going to know? Um, our marketing, okay. We're basically, it's going to scream, you need to buy us. And this is why. Well, that's and your it, specialty, right? Yeah. And you, yeah. And so on. Um, so the key is to answer your question, it is patented. Okay. I got a patent in one year where it takes people three to five years to get a patent. 
Okay. Well, you probably uh, had the actual designs and you had all the information and you, um, you know. I not only had that, but it's good to have being in the industry. Okay. From pick packaging and everything. I was introduced to a patent attorney. Well, it seems pretty common when you're developing and manufacturing, you know, you have to guide people in the right direction yeah. or you're like, yes. wow, this product's unique. I think you should probably talk to this person to make sure that no one else tries to do, you know, what you're trying to do. Correct. Correct. Um, so, I, but, so I've already, such a great idea. I'm really yeah. so excited for you yeah. because I think that it's really something that it really does scream to anyone who's really a do it yourselfer or someone who's looking to upgrade their property to be able to do it themselves if they want to, and, or be able to just save money and how long something takes. Correct. So like you don't have to be a do-it-yourselfer. You can just be like, you know what? I want to make sure that when I get irrigation fixes, they're just going to cost less money because it would cost less money if all you're doing, like I said, most of the time it's a screen, it's a spring, the head won't pop up. It just needs to get changed the head. Correct. Yeah. That's typically what happens. Once you you change one, Mm -hmm. you literally are like, "I, I can't pay someone to do this. Right. Right. And that's the key. And, and, and that's the important part. And this, this is our industry. And I'm saying this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So by it's the, the way, it's the digging. there's another it's part. The digging, to this it's, it's the digging and the isolating of yeah. the problem right. is the hardest part of yeah. it. And, and that's where the expertise um, comes is how long actually things do take, you know? Correct. So not only did I take it from the rotaries and the pop-ups, I brought it into the gardens for the risers. So this product now has a collaring specifically for the risers, for all half-inch risers. So what is very interesting about it, because now you know how the gardeners constantly hit it and bend it over and whatnot? Uh They won't be able to do that anymore. How deep does it go into the ground? It goes in uh, approximately seven inches. Well, actually to the level, six inches of where the nipple comes out. Okay. Um, but remember, our tunnel is going in there. Uh-huh. Okay. And then a ethafoam cylinder goes in. Okay. Keep it stabilized and secure. You stabilize it from the top to the bottom. It surrounds the nipple at idea. the bottom. Such a great, tell, I'm telling you, it's such a great idea. Okay. And then it goes at the top. So all of the rises in the same way. Um, and now I just developed another part to the product, which is introducing lighting, low voltage lighting to it. Interesting. Yeah. To do down the walkways and all of that, you can mount a light to the donut ring that we've created and you can run the low voltage wires into it. And they'll always stay dry because there's a, a cup opening that will keep the wires in there and so on. They have they have things like this already. The thing is, though, is that anything that you can get a two for one is people mm-hmm. are always, 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 always more inclined to do. Correct. Because yeah. it's, a mul- it's a multi-use tool. Well, I don't cool. know if I'm going to use it for this or if I'm going to use it for this. Right. Because they right. have ones now that are like big, long. It's literally a cylinder PVC that's cut on an angle uh-huh. that has a cap. That's, yeah. what, that's what it is. It's the professional thing in the industry. Right. To be using that. And then you actually place your head on top of that. So the right. radiators or anything like that, that, you know, get around the base, it protects the wires. And um, 
I'm telling you, I'm really excited and I really yeah. want to touch base again. So when do you start in Home Depot? Um, so we've been on homedepot.com now uh, for a little while. Uh, we're also partnered with Ratio, the residential um, uh, time of controller people. Okay. Uh, you know who Ratio is, right? I do. Yes. Yes. So um, Ratio and I got together. Um, and I happened to be introduced to the president and we started talking at the shows and, and all of that. And um, they've taken us as a part of their partner agreement. Well, this is one amazing story. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, it's, it really is, you're still in the infancy stages. Yes. You've made it, you've made it so far. You're on Home Depot's website. You're going to be going in stores. I definitely, definitely, definitely have to touch base with you again soon. We do really need to talk. How, how, how it's going, because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm in the industry and I'm really interested Mm-hmm. Because you know, I've been racking my brain. So this is kind of reigniting a little bit of a spark within me. Okay. Like, I've got to figure out something. Because we right. don't Oh, and by the way, it's manufactured here in Boynton Beach, Florida. And oh, it's, it's awesome. And it's so it's all US made. Not nothing out of the US. I'm telling you, it's it's so awesome. It definitely is lighting the spark in me. I gotta we gotta figure out something mm-hmm. because there's just it having a product is definitely a different level than the service. And the thing is, is that having a service industry is a great business and it's awesome that you get to directly help people. Um, But, you know, having an actual product offering the overhead amount as you continue to grow and scale at a certain Mm -hmm. level and the amount of money that you can make is really actually like just, it's completely infinite. It's endless. It's, it really it's, is. It's endless. And the thing is, it doesn't mean that I don't personally love what I do, but I, I was, you know, me and my brother are in having all of these different sectors. We want everything <laughs> to grow and do well, but that's something that isn't, we don't have quite yet. You know, some people have a product first and then they figure out how do we keep our customer engaged right. through a service to keep right. them buying our product. You know what right. I mean? So we have a service and now we need to figure out how we can direct people to a product. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to think of something by the next time we talk, I'm going to have, have an idea to give you. Okay. No, so- ab- absolutely. So, you know, and this is forever growing and I'm forever updating and, and so on. So um, this is an endless product with endless ideas. Um, and, uh, and by the way, I already have a new product. Okay being added to this um that you have, the, you have the you have the for irrigation you have the it's going to be able to work for irrigation li- or landscape lighting as well and then the, what's the third one then the third product um once they start coming the ideas they just keep coming don't they yes and um i i'm not at liberty to say what it is just yet but it will probably revolutionize the industry in general, literally. The irrigation and lighting industry or what? Irrigation. Yes. In irrigation. So that's when we need to connect again. So when are you going to have that information? Because I really want to touch base and really understand how well it's going on in the stores, because I think it's really interesting how, you know, where you started the expertise you got, and then literally the aha shower moment that I, I think that is, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think not common, but it's common. You know what I mean? That like 
that's literally like when you're starting to relax yourself and you open up your mind, that's really where you kind of get yeah, your, yeah, your revolutionary yeah. ideas there like that <laughs> on the really creative side of your mind. Um, when do you think you're going to be exploring that then the next, the next thing you're talking about? Uh, I, I think I'm about four months away. Four months away. Well, so yeah. in a few months, we got it. We got to talk again. Okay. Yeah. We know. No, we'll, we'll talk before that. That's for sure. That's for sure. You know, please, uh, please let everyone know where can they speak to you? Where can they find your product? I think it's an amazing product that really anyone who's looking to do it yourself, save money on obviously isolating problems and changing things that you even don't want to do yourself, but just change future, you know, reduce future labor on your property. This is something where it is an asset to your property. People are always mm -hmm. looking to upgrade and do things. This is definitely something that could be an asset. So where can people find you? So you can go online. Um, we are online. Um, you can uh, reach me at rick at no-dig.com. Um, and, and you can reach out. Uh, we're always available. You can reach me at info at sprinkworks.com. Um, and by the way, the, the product is called Sprinkworks and the company is No Dig Manufacturing. So guys, if you want to go to his website and look at the product, there's a video, there's pictures of it. You can order it directly. It's S-P-R-I-N-K-W-O-R-K-S dot com. So again, and they can go to, oh, to homedepot.com as well. That's right. It's on homedepot.com. Richard, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so amazing. It was so great getting to know you more today thank and you. your product. And I definitely look forward to connecting again soon and hearing about your next product and how you're doing in the stores actually at Home Depot. So thanks okay. again. Great. Thank you. This has been the Cultivating Success Podcast with Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan and their businesses, visit www.naturesexperts.com.